Welcome to the Online Business Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Morris. And in this show, I want to bring you conversations with experts, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who can help inspire, motivate, and give you the knowledge to grow your online business. I know when you're just starting out on your journey as an entrepreneur, the learning curve can feel huge. I want this podcast to help shorten that timeline for you by giving you all the tools, knowledge, and advice that you need to grow a wildly successful online business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Online Business Like a Boss podcast. So in last week's episode, we talked all about reviewing your previous year when you're going through the process of setting goals for the new year. And then in this week's episode, I want to talk to you about doing the goal setting for the year and making a really strong start by planning your year in advance. So it's important to do your life goals and your business goals at the same time so that you can make sure that they're aligned with each other. Big business goals mean that you might have less time for your personal goals and vice versa. So when you're setting out your plans for the year, you want to make sure that you're being realistic and you're focusing on the things that are going to move the needle the most for you in your life and in your business. So when I start this process, the first thing that I do after the review process is just have a massive brain dump of all the ideas I have for the coming year, both in business and in personal goals, and just write them all out free form without putting too much thought or refinement into the process at this stage. And then in the next stage is where I go through the refinement process. So from the list that I've poured out, what are the most important things to me? And how do we know that they're the most important? So at this stage, then you want to zoom out and you want to look at your bigger vision that you have for your life over the next five to 10 years. So if you don't have a five to 10 year vision for where you want your life to go, then this is an important first step to take. So think about in 10 years, what do you want to have accomplished? What do you want to have experienced? Because if you're living year to year, then you don't know whether you're goals that you're setting are actually going to contribute to a life that you want to have in five, 10 years time. You might accomplish all your goals in the short term, but then realize that you've made yourself miserable because you don't actually enjoy the place that you've got to. So you have to think about what's going to really light you up and what is going to be the life that you want to live in five, 10 years time. Because each year when you set your your goals and your intentions for the year, they have to be aligned with that bigger picture and that bigger process. So zoom out and see if the goals that you've set for this year are going to be things that are really going to move the needle for you in your bigger vision for your life and where you'd like to be in five, 10, 20 years time. So this time is going to fly by, it's going to pass anyways, and you need to make sure that each year you're really choosing the things that are going to move the needle for you in your life and in your business. So from that brain dump, select two to three big projects that you're going to focus on for the year that are really going to move the needle to bring that bigger vision for your life um, forward. And then look at all the tasks and the milestones that need to occur to accomplish these big projects. 
And at this stage, again, just do a brain dump and list out all the tasks, all the things that possibly need to be done within these projects. And then this will form the basis for your goals for the year. So you're going to have personal goals and business goals. And you want to run each of the goals through the SMART framework. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Time-Bound. So let's look at an example of a personal goal first. So this time of year, many people are setting health-related goals. So you might have an example of, I want to improve my health and have more energy this year. So that's not a SMART goal because it isn't specific and you can't put any milestones and tasks and measurement towards it. So if we wanted to break down better health as being SMART, then what we would need to do is look at a specific desired outcome for that goal. So what is better health? What does that look like to you? So it could be improving your cardiovascular health by incorporating more running, walking into your routine, toning up, losing some weight, or cutting down on sugar, alcohol. And when we say losing weight, it could be like a specific number. So five, 10 pounds, um, and then cutting out sugar and alcohol. What does that mean specifically? Does it mean that you have sugar only at certain times of the day or certain occasions? Do you have alcohol only on certain occasions or with a meal or none at all? So very specific in your goals. And then measurable. How do you know when you're going to have achieved this benchmark or goal? So for the cardiovascular health, you could be running 10K or you could be doing a sub 30 minute 5K run, for example, and that could be your benchmark for improving your cardiovascular health. Or it could be when you've reached a certain weight, or you could say three months of no alcohol, for example, those are measurable. So you have a specific measure of when you've accomplished the goal. And then the A in SMART stands for attainable or achievable. So given your current resources, can you realistically achieve the goal? Or do you need support? Do you maybe need a personal trainer or to join a gym or to hire a nutrition coach to help you reach your goal? And is it relevant? Does it fit into your overall plan and, and objectives for your life? And for most people, the answer is yes, of course, because being healthier will improve your longevity, will give you more energy to accomplish your other goals and more confidence um, in your day-to-day -day life. And then the T stands for time-bound. So you want to set a deadline for when you want to achieve, and that will help you avoid mission drift and kind of floating through and losing focus on your goals. So give yourself a deadline for each of your goals. So now let's look at what a SMART goal might look like in your business. So an example of a goal that many people would set would be to, I want to grow my audience. So growing your audience is not a SMART goal because it is not specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, or time-bound. It's vague, and you don't know what needs to happen or what, how to even measure whether you've been successful in growing your audience. So to make this goal specific, you could say something like, I want to add 10,000 new leads to my email list this year. That's very specific. Measurable, yes, because you've quantified a specific number of leads that you want to add to your email list. 
and then attainable. Is it realistic for you to achieve that? So what's the current size of your audience? Is it realistic that you're going to be able to convert 10,000 people from your social media following into your email list? Or do you need to also get more visible? And what support might you need? So can you join Facebook groups to generate more leads for your business? Can you do more content marketing, more free initiatives to get people to come in and interact with you? Maybe you want to hire a lead generation VA um, or do more uh, public relations or visibility um, using other people's groups and platforms where your audience is congregated. So can you go into people's groups and provide guest training? Or can you join groups where you can pay to promote your offers and your freebies? Um, and then finally, maybe you want to run ads. So those are the ways that you're going to make your goal more attainable or achievable. And is it relevant? So is it is 10,000 leads actually relevant to your overall goal? So at this stage, you want to make sure that if you're setting a, a goal of 10,000 leads, does it align with maybe your revenue goal? So do you actually need that number? If your goal is to make 100K in your business this year, um, do you need that number of leads in order to reach that goal? Or actually, you might find that the number of leads you need is 1,000 because you're converting at a certain rate. And you know, due to the price of your offer, you can achieve that goal with a much lower number of leads and you can focus your efforts elsewhere. So make sure that when you're setting your goal, it's actually relevant and it's important to your business. Um, uh, if you have a lower priced offer, it may well be that you need 10,000 leads in order to convert the specific number to reach your revenue goals. Um, so make sure that when you're setting your goals, it's relevant and important to your business and to your overall picture for what your goal and is for the year. And then time bound. So what would be the deadline? So in this case, if you were going to grow your audience email list by 10,000 over the year, maybe you would aim for having 10 months where you grew by 1,000 new leads per month, as an example. So once you've mapped out your goals and you've made them very specific and smart, then you can divide your year into 90-day sprints and plan those first 90 days in details. So what are the tasks and milestones that need to be completed each week for those 12 weeks in order to reach the goal, to accomplish the full project, or to reach a certain milestone within the project? So put that time into your calendar each week and block it out. So you can review your progress and reset those tasks every 90 days. It might be that after the first 90-day sprint, there are some tasks that were not accomplished, and then these can be rolled into the next 90 days. But if you plan the full year in detail, then sometimes it can be overwhelming. So just focus on 90 days at a time, and then towards the end of the 12 weeks, so say week 10, do a review of your progress and start planning the next 90-day sprint so that you're planning ahead three months, but not too far ahead that you get caught up and you can't keep up with your, your tasks. Some things might take longer than you expect, or you might have unexpected things come up, which means that you don't quite hit your milestones for the 12 weeks. And this allows you to refine and adjust throughout the year. 
And then what habits and routines are required for you to be able to hit those benchmarks? So you can't uh, just expect that you're going to achieve all of your goals unless you align your day-to-day routine and create habits that are going to support that. So focused work time, having a morning routine, having weekly planning sessions to make sure that you're staying on track. So an example would be a morning routine that incorporated movement, maybe reviewing and preparing for your day. And then during your day, you could have workflow where you schedule deep work, where distraction-free work time to work on a specific project or milestone that you've set for the week. And then having a clear plan for each day of the week so that you avoid procrastination. Every day that you wake up and you know exactly what you need to accomplish that day and you have a really clear plan for the day and how you're going to achieve it and when you're going to do the work because it's already blocked out on your calendar. And then during those times, you turn off your notifications, you don't check emails, you don't task switch because every time you task switch, you respond to an email or a text message or you scroll on social media, you're not going to be able to get back into that workflow. You're going to lose 15 minutes every time you task switch. So it's really important that you eliminate your energy and your focus drains during those deep work periods and that you're really concentrating on the tasks at hand and getting your work done. And then finally, have an evening routine that is about recovery. So have a period where you're going to relax, turn your phone off, turn off the screens, um, maybe an hour before you go to bed at minimum, and then do some journaling, maybe meditation or light yoga to prepare and wind down at the end of the day. Whatever works for you. These are just some examples um, of things that I enjoy doing that work for me. And then finally, know that this is not a one-off process. So you should continually conduct weekly reviews of your goals and your progress and then remind yourself why your goals matter on a regular basis. If we set our goals at the beginning of the year and then we don't continually review, we're going to get mission drift, we're going to get shiny object syndrome, things are going to be constantly competing for our attention. And so it's really important that we continue this process throughout the year on a weekly or even a daily basis if needs be, so that we are clear on what needs to happen, what we want to do and why it's important. And then celebrate every time you reach a milestone because it's easy to ignore the forward progress and just move on to the next thing. And sometimes it can feel really overwhelming if we're working towards a goal that is going to have a really slow progression. It can feel overwhelming and like a really hard slog. And we ignore the milestones and the achievements because we're just focused on the end goal. Um, So it's important that you're continually reviewing your progress and celebrating the achievements that you have throughout the year. And then using a project management tool like Asana or ClickUp or Notion will help you stay on track because you can put everything that you need that you've written down in your 
brain dump can go into this project management tool and it can get scheduled and it can go on your calendar. And if it doesn't go on your calendar, it's still in the project management software so that you know you're not going to forget and you can look at it and you can say, okay, that is my someday maybe I'm going to get this, but it's out of your brain and it's into a list or a project management tool or some kind of software. Or if you're old school, a notebook or a planner, uh, you can put it down on paper. As long as it's out of your head and it's somewhere that you know that you can access it and review it, then it's going to be a huge mental offloading. So you have your mental load, everything that you're trying to hold in your brain all the time. It's such a distract and it's such an energy drain. So if you can offload this onto paper or onto your CRM or your project management tool, then that's going to help increase your energy, your mental flow and reduce fatigue. So the energy um, is really important that you bring to your goals and you want to bring an energy of positivity and focusing on enjoying the journey every day. Don't be so destination focused that you lose the joy in doing the work that's going to get you there because there can be a lot of joy in the work and the progress and the day-to-day wins that we have as we work towards our goal. It can be frustrating, it can feel slow, but try to bring the energy of joy into your work and it will make the days go so much better. So that would be my goal-setting Uh, recommendations for you. And if you want, I have included my 90-day success plan as a free workbook that you can download. And it's filled with some questions that help get you unstuck and get you started to think about, you know, what your plans for the year are and what your bigger vision is for your for your life and for your year. So click the link in the show notes uh, below to get access to that free planner. And we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.